musical worship. Jesus, we come before you today open-handed and open-hearted. Would you meet us where we are? Would you meet us where we are? Would you meet us where we are? Lord Jesus, we cannot do this life without you. We can't even do this life without each other. So would you meet us in our need? Would you give us the mercy and grace that we need this morning, Lord Jesus? Yeah, would we remember what all you've done for us? Yeah, you are good, you are good, you are good. Yeah.
Let us pause before the Lord and pray the words that he prayed. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
attention right now let's say you can have that Lord we just check that with him even for just a moment let's just wait for a second let's relinquish control yield right of way to him this morning
It's okay if relinquishing to God doesn't feel good. Or maybe it doesn't, don't feel that much. Israel Whitman is going to speak to us today, a real timely word about this. Let's just, even if it's just a decision that we use just with our mouth, say, Lord, you can be in charge of me. Be in charge of me. You don't have to feel it. Trust Him to be our rock of refuge, the place we can constantly go for safety. That He's been writing our story from beginning and it will all the way to the end. Lord, we just confess with our mouths, you're in charge. You're in charge. And even my resistance isn't too strong to mess up your plans for me. My failures aren't too big to mess up your plans for me. You're smarter and stronger than I am. Thank you, Lord. We're going to stay in this moment of prayer. You can be seated for a second because I'm going to do something a little bit different to guide our prayers. I felt like the Lord was really messing with me the last few days to invite us to pray um, in a very specific way. And so I'm doing this on a screen here because I'll have a few points here that might be worth remembering. If they're not, don't worry about it. But I want to invite us as a community to pray and specifically about what? The Israel-Hamas war. Anybody familiar with this? <laughs> we used that language very specifically. Uh, there's a conflict we're looking at between a terrorist group named Hamas and Israel. And if you don't know what's happened, Hamas over the last week has done unconscionable uh, terrorist acts against this people group, Israel. And... Uh, why we want to do this, why would we want to pray? Well, some of that should be obvious, that there's awful things happening in the world. But one of the things we want to notice is God loves the Israeli people with a unique affection. Uh, if you're wondering about that, just sit in Romans 9 through 11, and that'll give you the appropriate heart posture toward Jewish people. Um, also, there's a unique history of particular persecution of the Jewish people. Uh, the fancy word for it is anti-Semitism. Since this thing has started, guys, it has ramped up massively. Uh, just in the UK alone, they've seen like hundreds more instances of anti-Semitic uh, acts happen just in the last little bit here. Another one is that God loves Palestinian people. They're good Gentiles like most of us in the room. I have friend, my friend uh, Lee McDermott's the leader of the 24-7 prayer movement USA. I, I called Lee because he's a lot more knowledgeable about what's going on over there right now and, and helping lead prayer throughout the U.S. He's talking about his heart is just broken between the Jewish Christians and the Palestinian Christians are both his deep friends who are caught in a horrible situation. Um, what Hamas has initiated here is destroying both Palestinian people and Israel, Israeli people. Make sense? Um, and there is, this is unique. There's a threat of destabilization globally that's happening. That it, It's not just being 
globally minded. There, there's a lot going on here that we, that we only know a little bit about, right? We're not that smart, but we know some about. So how do we pray? Here's the first thing. Turn to the Lord and ask him what he wants you to carry with him. This is super important with any issue, let alone something this large. Did you know none of us are the Messiah? Us having enough information and knowledge is not going to save the world. Us talking to other people into our viewpoints of things is certainly not going to save the world. We have to turn to the Lord. We, this is so utter. We can't miss this. So here, the, the, the force of my heart, turn to the Lord. Turn to the Lord. Some of us, if you don't know anything about this, you probably should get a little educated, okay? Some of us have gone down a rabbit hole, though, and, and, and you're consumed with anxiety. And my question to you is, are you carrying what Jesus has asked you to carry? Have you asked him? We have to ask the Lord, what do you want to carry with me? The load that Jesus asked to carry, it's a burden, but it's a burden we carry with him, so it's easy and light. Does that make sense? There's some images we shouldn't be looking at. Yes, they're real. But, but Jesus never wanted any of the evil things happening, happening. Sometimes knowing about it's enough. Okay, does that make sense? No reason to traumatize yourself, not because you're afraid of doing the hard thing. No, it's because we want to turn to the Lord. Does that make sense? I'm trying to keep, preserve your mental health. That's what I'm trying to do. Ask Jesus what he wants you to carry with him. Pray for, for, for preservation of life and the end of conflict. That's pretty simple, isn't it? God, will you preserve life? God, we, we have records from World War II, right, Tim? Cameron, Reese Howells, and others. Miracles that can happen through prayer. My buddy Lee has told me it's the craziest thing. The Christian guys that are following Jesus in the Israeli military, for some reason, just don't die. And they're able to share the gospel because nobody understands why they didn't die yet. I mean, it's just miracles happen, okay, that, that, that our prayers matter. This is the way world history unfolds. Here's a really good thing we could pray is Psalms. If you, man, if you don't know what to pray, pray the scriptures. Psalms 120 through 134. You notice at the beginning of these Psalms, it says a Psalm of Ascent with that we think might mean is that these were prayers that the uh, Jewish people would pray as they're making their way to Jerusalem for the festivals. And so with emphasis on Psalm 124 and 133. So if you're looking at what to pray, you don't know what to pray, just pull out one of these psalms and just let it provoke prayer for you. Does that make sense? Again, Jesus knows better things to pray than we do. The news articles aren't going to help us to know what to pray. Jesus is. Make sense? Okay. Jesus is the only way to peace. Jesus is the one who's made all into one new person in his resurrected body. And so Jesus is the only chance for peace. That's why we as Jesus' people have to pray. Okay? Is this the end of the world? I've heard this has been just one of those things that everything gets stirred up. Let me tell you, the resurrection was the start of the end of the world. See, the good news is the new world is coming. 
And so Jesus is the first fruits of this new world that of an indestructible life that death no longer reigns. Does that make sense? So we're pulled up into the body of Christ, into this new world. So the end has been happening since Jesus walked out of the grave. That's the end of the world. If you think your behavior will be different because you, you think the end is closer, you need to repent of more things than just one knowing when the end of the world is. I'm serious. Those, these scriptures will help you. First Thessalonians 5, 4 through 11 in the chapter 2 and 3 and 6. Be faithful to Jesus. Share the gospel. Pray for your oikos map. Lay your life down for the people around you, whether the end is tomorrow or 1,500 years from now. But what the gift is of a moment like this, it can remind us of the urgency, of the desperation that people need to hear the gospel of Jesus. The only new world order that's coming is through Jesus' resurrection and his return to earth to set things right. Make sense? Okay. So now I want to invite you, and I'm going to ask you to stand here. We're going to actually pray two of the Psalms out loud together as a community. And again, what I want to suggest to you is is if you're like, oh man, now I got another thing to pray about. Okay. Just simply ask the Lord what he wants. It might be a phrase once when you wake, wake up in the morning to ask the Lord for, I don't know. But here's what I've noticed. As I've opened my heart to what God cares about, he's like, oh, really? You'll give me some space? I'm hopping in, man. You know, and so, so you might find he lays on you more than you expected, and he's doing it with us. Fear and anxiety are signs that we're not trusting. So when we're getting to fear and anxiety, we say, oh, Lord, how do I trust you again that you are the God of the universe and Jesus is your king that you're installing to set everything right when you get pray from that place okay all right so we'll pray these out loud together and I'll lead this if the Lord had not been on our side let Israel say if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us they would have swallowed us alive when their anger flared against us The flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. From there, the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Amen. So, Brian, will you lead us in the doxology just to finish here this moment? Praise God from
Lord, we yield control of the world as if we had it, of ourselves, and even this moment to you, entrusting our lives to your brilliant and tender care. Through Jesus, who's brought your grace and forgiveness and acceptance to us, we pray. Amen. Let's extend some of that brotherly, sisterly unity to one another. Greet one another and share love with each other.